Hey everybody, Joe McCall here and this is REI in your car. Hope you guys are doing awesome. Uh, just got a quick little episode I wanted to do for you guys. I'm actually right now at our kids' summer Bible camp. It's awesome. So much fun. It's called Jump. We've done it now for seven years. Church has been doing it for like 20-something years. It's crazy. It's like vacation Bible school. 6,000 kids spread over two weeks. So it's about 3,000 in each week. And it's so cool. I'm looking over here at two big giant water parks with inflatables and water balloons and all kinds of crazy things and slides with water slides and stuff that kids slide through. Two big parks that are called um, fields, field one and field two, that have rock climbing walls, carnival rides, more inflatables, all of the popcorn, uh, what are those ice cone things called? You know, um, ices? Ice cones? What are they called? I forget. And uh, popcorn and watermelon. Um, just amazing. So much fun. And then I am, my job actually, for the two weeks that I'm volunteering here is I'm doing the sound in the big lunch tent. There's like 2,000 kids fit in here. It's pretty insane. It's outside. This big, big tent. They had to bring cranes in to set it up. And uh, it's just a blast. It's a highlight of our year. It's so cool. We have... We, we, we belong to a big church, but not a mega church or anything like that. And uh, there's only 15% of all the kids here at this event go to our church. 85% of all these kids don't come to our church. And the crazy thing is I was at uh, Pier 1 the other day picking up some furniture, and the lady saw my jump shirt. She says, oh, jump, jump. And she said uh, her grandkids come. Uh, they come from Indiana all the way out here every year for a week to go to this camp it's so cool there's a train going by here with a bunch of kids on it like a train ride there are about 1500 volunteers so it's about one volunteer for every four kids it's amazing it's such an incredible operation they have all kinds of security everywhere I'm looking I see a couple of policemen over there a bunch of undercover security um, normal looking security <laughs> they bring in like every week we have 3,000 kids that come in right and so they, they found a way, however it is, it's crazy, to bring in, like, what would that be, maybe 2,000 cars um, and drop the kids off and get them to their location. They have these smartphone apps. Every book and chapter leader has access to a smartphone app, and they can put the kid's name in it, and they will know wherever the kid is at any time during the day. They have this, uh, oh, and then inside the main church building auditorium, they have this drama that's incredible. It's like Broadway style. It's amazing. The lights, the setup, the crew, the cast. Um, they have this jump dance worship team and uh, this drama team. Anyway, <laughs> it is so much fun. If any of you guys are curious and want to see what, what it's about, just go to jumpkids.com. Jumpkids.com. We were... Usually every year we'll go to some place and like do it in Kosovo, usually. Uh, we've done it in France, in Africa, and somewhere else. I forget, Albania. But this year they decided not to go do that. We were going to do it in Kosovo, and um, it's crazy. In Kosovo there has been some news recently about 
ISIS becoming more and more active in Kosovo. It's 85% Muslim, and um, the, the church leadership just didn't want to risk doing a large kids' Bible camp. They've done it before, and they had about 3,000 kids in an 85% like Muslim country. It's the largest Muslim population in any European country. But uh, the, just the risk, it's crazy. The risk of ISIS now has been its kind of sad. Um, so hopefully next year we'll go out. We'll go do it. And uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about jump. But it's so much fun. It's a highlight every year. I'm volunteering for the two weeks. And I'm tired. Today's Thursday. It started on Monday. And uh, I stopped drinking coffee, right? So I'm not... I'm not caffeinated. I don't want to be. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to, to just give you guys some quick advice. And uh, I'm going to try to be as nice and uh, upbeat and positive and as I can be. Um, and this is my advice. Stop asking questions and stop making offers. Did I say that right? Stop asking questions and start making offers. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to be real sensitive here. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or griping or moaning. Because uh, that's definitely, especially at an event like this, it's so awesome. Like, <laughs> uh, what should I say? How should I say it? It's like sometimes you, um, there's, there's two different things that kind of been happening that make me think like this, right? You know, being here at Jump, you've got you know, thousands of cars coming in, thousands of parents, thousands of kids. And, you know, it's crazy. It's really, really well organized, right? It's pretty awesome. But then you get sometimes parents that come here and they just had a bad day. Something's going on, you know, but then they come in and they take it out on the volunteers or um, you get these angry parents that just kind of, you know, complain and get real mad about silly things and, uh, you know, I'm sure, like, after they yell at us, they're probably feeling really bad about, about acting like that. But, you know, it's just kind of an attitude sometimes that you got to deal with and just smile. I mean, they, they train all the volunteers. You just got to smile and say, okay, we're sorry. We understand. We'll help you take care of it. Do whatever we can. Your kids are in good hands. You know, we'll take care of everything. So you're just supposed to smile. It's so hard to do, right? And it's not like everybody, but just the occasional few, the few bad apples sometimes make it seem like it's worse than it really is but there's a few times when there's been people that have been really angry and you just got to smile and you know that they're just probably having a bad day but the other thing I wanted to say is too I've had uh, a few clients that have been asking me uh, questions lots of questions lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of questions and uh, I do my best to answer them but then I sometimes will stop and I'll say listen why are you asking me these questions like have you really have a seller that asked you this? Is this like a real scenario? Um, do you Have you done any marketing yet? How many offers have you made in the last week? And invariably, or inevitably, uh, they've not made any offers yet. They've not done any marketing yet. The seller hasn't asked that question or brought that objection up. And this is what I call anticipatory thinking. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but anticipatory thinking will get you nowhere will get you absolutely nowhere and this one particular client in particular 
um, I came back at them, and I might have come back a little too hard, but I said, listen, I've asked you three times how many offers have you made, and you haven't answered my question, and you're getting mad that I'm not answering your questions, but I'm, I'm tr doing my best to help you, and the only way I think I can help you the best is to push you to make more offers. And the guy got really mad at me. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so he got really, really mad at me, and... Um, so I wrote an email back, kind of apologizing, but explaining that, listen, um, you could have, if you wait until you get all of your questions answered, before you start taking any action, you'll never take any action. And I speak from experience. It was like two or three years of me buying course after course after course and asking questions because there's always the what if, like, well, what if this happens? Or what if the seller says that? Or what if I get in trouble? And and the title companies just say, no, you can't do that, or I get sued, or what about all this, and all of this worrying, anxiety, and guess what, that never got me anywhere. And it was not until, it wasn't until I decided, you know what, screw it, <laughs> I'm gonna make mistakes, that's fine. I'm just gonna start sending out the marketing, I'm gonna do what these guys say to do. One of the courses that I had was Chris Chico's course, way back in 2008, 2009, I said, I'm just going to do what this guy says to do. I don't care if I don't understand it, if I have questions that aren't answered yet. Uh, I'm just going to send out the marketing and do what he says no matter what. And guess what? I started having results. I started making money. And that was really when I started breaking free. Shortly after that, I quit my job. But it wasn't until I stopped asking questions and started taking action. So that's my big encouragement to you guys. Stop asking questions and start making offers. Now, I want to be clear, questions are not bad. There, you know, there is no dumb question. It's totally cool to ask questions. I just want to make sure you guys are while you're asking the questions, you are taking action and making offers. Is that cool? All right. So, I hope it didn't come off as like ranting. I was trying to be real positive. Just seeing people get, like, bent out of shape over silly things that, like, everybody just kind of needs to be chill, right, and take a deep breath. I did a podcast a while ago called Don't Be That Guy, and you should go listen to that. And I hope I'm not that guy right now, right? But um, when I, when, when if, if you were to ask me a bunch of questions and I were to come back to you and not answer them and ask you a question instead, like, how many offers have you made? Did that really happen? Uh, then don't be upset. I'm, I'm asking you that question because I know that's what's going to help you succeed and start making money in real estate. Does that make sense? <clears throat> Stop asking questions. Start making offers. Cool. All right. Well, I'm out of here. Um, if you guys want to ask a question <laughs> or just leave me a comment, call this number or text this number, 636 255-8815-636-255-8815. If you are interested in getting some coaching and getting some help, you know what, really, if you're interested in getting a, a kick in the pants and a, and a shove towards taking action and start making money in real estate, then uh, go to joemccall.com slash coaching. joemccall.com slash coaching. I'm not going to baby you. I'm not going to just help you answer all your questions and give you warm fuzzies uh, and then try to build up your correct mindset. 
I'm going to push you as hard as I can to sending out marketing to really to focus. I'm going to push you as hard as I can to focus on your business. Focus on progress, not perfection. Taking forward steps. Is that cool? Is that fair? I think that's what you need. <clears throat> you don't need another course. You don't need another 100 questions answered. You need to start taking action. And all those questions will be answered in time. And in many ways, I forgot to mention this, most of the time, <clears throat> experience is the best teacher, right? You're going to learn that, oh, you know what, that question wasn't ever even important. No one's ever asked me that or brought up that objection. Or, you know what, there's something I never even thought of. Or, after you do a deal and you figure out how it works, okay, then you realize, ah, okay, well, that's the answer to that question. Um, so you're going to learn best by failing forward fast. Is that cool? All right, guys. So go to joemccall.com slash coaching if you want some help and uh, get you there to your first do. My number one goal in my coaching program is to get every one of my clients as quickly as possible to their first deal and to a simple automated wholesaling business. And I'm excited about this market. I'm excited about where we're at. <clears throat> it's never been a better time right now to invest in real estate and to break free from your job and and go volunteer for two weeks at a summer kids Bible camp or something like that, right? All right, guys, take care.